Hi everybody, it's Pushpa here from Leaders by Design, episode six of our current series. My personal journey and tools and resources for creating your self-leadership. I ended the last episode just talking about my beloved who left this earth in 2002. And I just want to um, expand on that because it was his memories and the memories of my mother the truly loving time that I'd spent with them during their time on this earth that kept me going through the eight major challenges in my life, including losing my life nearly twice in one year. My beloved never left me. He lived through me and to me in my memories, even though it was hard being isolated from all because everybody took a step back whom we had known who we thought we knew and it was the same when my mother died people were there during the time of mourning and then there was nobody the only people there for us was the church and the same thing happened when my husband passed away the only people there for us truly was a couple of family members and my neighbor. So I thought many times that I was dysfunctional. I thought it was, you know, it was me going down. If that was the case, I'm sure I would not have had the courage to move cities, you know, or then cross the hemisphere and completely move across the world. A young woman, a young widow with two kids, with no one beside her and everyone against her. Yes, I did it with absolute faith because I knew in my heart and my spirit it was the right thing to do. My higher purpose would not let me go and I was consistently told by many people that I was one of 2% of the world's population that was chosen to make a difference. In my heart, I knew I was doing the right thing. Truth always prevails and I had to make a decision. I also knew that during this time, those people that I knew, which was many people that had crossed my path in life up to that time, would be dropping off like flies. And that was the case. And it wasn't, that wasn't my intent. However, the universe had other plans because there was no way I could be delivering on my why and my destiny had I not taken a step forward. Unconditionally loving everybody, but following the path for the one person that I knew I had to do this for, and that was my creator. I mentioned before I wasn't here to impress humankind. I was here to help, to transform, to lead, to inspire. But my impression was only for my faith and the person that I believe created me. It's different for all of us. We all have different beliefs. Whatever it is for you is right. So remember that wherever you are in your belief system, in your values, in your faith, whether you believe in something higher than you, whether you don't, it's right for you and unique to you.
So please bear with me when I do talk about my faith, because that's what got me through. If I didn't share that with you, then I wouldn't be telling you the truth. And I think for me, it was um, it was a sense of strength because I was believing in something that I did not see or had seen, however, was truly seeking to be looking for something that I didn't even know existed, but I still sought it. So if I had not had that one person in my neighbor, Pat, she helped me. She gave me the help and having that someone that I could talk to. When we go through times of trauma, whether it's grief or any, any form, when in my Women's Mentoring Foundation, we do a grief share program and that grief share program isn't around just somebody that's lost someone. It literally covers from hurting to healing in any area of your life, whether it's DV, whether it's trauma, whether it is through the loss of something, whether it's bankruptcy, whether you've lost everything, whether, you know, whether you've lost a pet or you're just feeling down or you need, you know, you need motivation or inspiration. Our grief share program covers everything. And I know because when I had a counselor, when I lost my husband, and even though I had her for six weeks, she stayed with me for nearly nine months out of her own own intent, not because she was being paid by the hospital, because she believed in me and wanted me to get through my mom's death and my dad's death and you know, my the baby that we had and my husband's death and through all other traumas, she was not going to give up. And because she gave me that, she inspired me to do the same for others. My neighbor, she was in nearly in her 70s. And had I not had Pat to even go and spend an hour or so with her a day, I can tell you that my, my time would have been a lot harder And initially, I thought Pat was really just there listening to me, which I thought was was all I needed. What I didn't realize until she passed away and we were doing her last rites was that every day in church, at every mass, at every prayer meeting, her pastor told me that she always put me forward and said, God, please direct Pushbar in doing your work and get her through this time which I think is just phenomenal that somebody would go out of their way to do that. And because Pat did that, that's what I now do for everybody else, especially if I know they're going through challenges, they'll be top on my prayer. Even then, I still bless everybody in the morning. I still bless the world, my children. And I think it really starts my day off in a good stead. So... Yes, having someone that can help you clear your head, give you guidance and get your bearings and assure you that you've got something in you that's bigger and stronger than what life has thrown in your path or at me is really good to have. And you know what? If you're seeking that person, that person will come to you. So my neighbor, Pat, 
she was an angel, absolute angel. She came to me in many forms as, you know, as a mother figure, as a sister figure, as a teacher figure, as a counselor, as a fun figure. Every time we took her to the movies, she'd always blurt out something out of the blue and everybody there would look up and think, well, who just said that? Very exceptional, unique, beautiful lady. She believed in me and her pastor confirmed that even, you know, in her funeral, her pastor said that her life literally revolved around you, Pushpa, and I couldn't understand why. And I asked him, why, why do you say that? And he told me that when Brian, Pat's husband, had passed away, you spent every day with her for a minimum of two hours. And he asked me, did you do that? And I said, yes, absolutely. I said, she was my neighbor. She was on her own. She didn't have anybody. And me, my children, and my husband made sure that we could get, we could meet every need of hers, whether he needed to help her in the garden, take her shopping, you know, I'd take her for fish and chips on a Friday with the children. She, I, and my husband would go and see a movie because she loved going to movies. You know, we'd take her for a drink. And literally on the days when we didn't go out, I'd go and sit with her and watch Coronation Street every day without fail. So having her prayer just, you know, really gave me that teaching. She taught me that prayer is an important thing and can be really powerful. My friends taught me that, you know, just listening can be really powerful. Hence, because these beautiful people made the difference in my life, I now pay it forward to others, to people like yourself. So again, please don't hold back if you need help. All right. Now, when we pray, pray doesn't have to be that, you know, you know, we believe that you're kneeling on your knees, you're putting your hands together and you're praying. Pray and praying can happen in many forms. It could be a conversation that you're having with yourself. It could be something at work that you're thinking about. It can happen 24-7. You don't have to schedule it in in the morning or the night. You can have that conversation anytime, depending on your beliefs and, you know, whether you think your faith needs you to go there. So no matter what, they still even though we pray, we've got to remember whoever we're praying for, people still have the free will to choose. I chose to believe because my neighbor believed in me and she believed in God. Same thing happened when my mom died. The church were there. They believed in God and I chose to believe. And I knew at that time God had a destiny for me, for my children, and I believed the same for all the people that I come across. I hope that makes sense. Not being religious, right? This is just sharing my faith. It's different for all of us. And, you know, we have that strength. We're not all facing problems on our own way, right? On our, um, I'm not going to say that. Not all facing problems on our own way may assure us success all the time. While we do not voluntarily invite upon ourselves right problems, we don't ask for problems to come to us, we cannot expect a red carpet to be laid out for us so that we breeze along the success, right? I hope you understood that. So we 
you know, we we can't expect that red red carpet of roses to be laid down and success just comes our way. Problems will come. We live in the world. We we're not asking for the problems to come. It's gonna come. So I always say, expect the unexpected, and sometimes even the worst case scenarios, because what this will do, my friends, is prepare you for all situations. If we expect everything to be nice, easy, and sweet on our path to success, we are prone to quit in early stages when confront when confronted with serious challenges. That's why we say, well, that's why you could say we do the risk management. So we could say this is problem management. We're already thinking, identify what the possible problems could come. Even though we don't know what's the worst case scenario, at least in our mind, in our unconscious and our conscious mind, we have some form of preparation for that. Hope that makes sense, my friends. Thank you for listening to the episode six of our series, and I look forward to speaking to you all soon. It's Pushpa, your host from Leaders by Design, signing off. Mm-hmm.